0: Balance of nature's fruits and vegetables in a capsule, changing the world one life at a time.
1: I'm a scientist and, by all accounts, a health and fitness nut. So I was looking for something that I thought might give me just a little bit more edge. And I've tried many things, and I'm very strict in terms of my diet, my exercise, my lifestyle. I'm pleasantly surprised, I must admit my body is experiencing something that it's never had and then knowing that the change is because I took balance of nature and it's worth the money. That's all I can say, it's worth the money.
2: Start your journey to better
0: health with Balance of Nature right now. Call 1-800-246-8751
2: or go to balanceofnature.com for more information or to place your order. Shipping is always free. And don't forget to get 35% off your first order as a preferred customer by using discount code Kate.
1: Today's weather? Sunny with a 100% chance of government overreach. The Kate Daly Show starts now. If I get vaccinated, can I stop wearing a mask? CDC answer, nope. If I get vaccinated, will I be resistant to COVID? CDC answer, maybe, but probably not. If I get vaccinated, I won't be contagious to others, right? Answer, no, the vaccine does not stop transmission. If I get vaccinated, how long will the vaccine last? CDC answer, No one knows. Why? Because it's still in its experimental phases. If I get vaccinated, can I stop social distancing? No. So then what is the advantage of getting vaccinated? The answer from the CDC? Hoping the virus won't kill you. Question. Are you sure the vaccine won't injure or kill me? CDC answer. No guarantees. Question. If statistically the virus has a 99.97 survival rate, why should I get vaccinated? CDC answer, to protect others. Question, so if I get vaccinated, I can protect everyone around me, right? CDC answer, no. Question, if I experience adverse effects from the vaccine, am I entitled to be compensated by the manufacturer or the government? CDC answer, Absolutely not. You see the government and the vaccine manufacturers have 100% zero liability. Why? Because according to the CDC, it's an experimental drug.
0: Is there hope or better yet data that getting this third booster shot could actually prevent transmission? So there's actually hope. We don't have data yet. So there's actually hope. We don't have data yet. So
2: there's actually hope. We don't have data yet. Oh, I love it when the CDC goes, "We have hope, but we don't have data." No data here. <laughs> yeah, we don't believe in data. Only data that doesn't exist. Um lovely. That's the head of the CDC. We know, we just we just rely on hope because we like, want to hope that we can make a lot of money getting you this uh, Frankenshot and its boosters. Um, they're planning on lots of boosters and lots of shots. More than you could ever fathom. I wonder if people realize that. The ones that are in support, the boneheads out there, the liberal boneheads that don't even have a clue between their between the ears, um, that think that they have to go mandate everybody's shot out of fear. These people make me sick. Really, I really want to vomit when I meet these people. But, and I don't—I hate to be mean, but it's the truth. I'm just being honest. Anyway, so, uh, do they ever think that it could be 500 shots a year? Do they want to take a shot every day? <laughs> they never think that far ahead. That's the problem with being a liberal—a uh, liberal moron in this country. You can't think five minutes ahead. When we when we founded this country, the reason we did was—if you think back. Those that came over to this country, we weren't in a position where we were imprisoned, right? We were in a position where all we had to do was look ahead to assess what was going to happen when government gets bigger and bigger and bigger. So what did we do? We wanted to make sure to construct a government that wasn't supposed to be able to do that because we could look ahead. So one of the main differences between being an American and looking ahead is that you actually have the ability to assess, hey, five years down the road, this is what this might look like or this is what this will look like in our lives. And then acting accordingly because you know it's coming. Liberal morons can't assess five minutes ahead. Everything's out of fear. You know, climate change is going to get me. I've never been affected by it in all of my 50 years or 60 years or 40 years, but I just know it's going to come and demolish me in two seconds, right? Or everyone has the cooties and I have no immune system all of a sudden. I don't know why, but I don't. And everyone's going to kill me. So you have to be a total moron to, 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 you know, to not be able to assess five minutes ahead and know where this is going. So... It's up to the Americans that have the American ability to be able to forecast into the future and understand what's happening and the stuff we're setting up and to understand that all governments try to gain authority that they do not have in order to do the things they want to do to you and take away your liberty. And they're going to have to fight for the morons that can't assess five minutes ahead. I hate to be brutal, but this is the brutal truth. What can I say? I didn't do a show so I could dance around it. Okay. So several things we gotta we gotta talk about. And by the way, a big thank you to Sheriff Bob Songer for being a wonderful, wonderful representation of the Constitution in his county, in Washington State, and knowing what the uh, Constitution says, understands it, knows his job. My hat tip, huge hat tip to Sheriff. Uh, Bob Songer and I just put his email address on the website and you can go look at that and um, I have so much to get to in this hour but I will take just a couple of calls. Hi caller welcome to the show, go right ahead
0: Hi, Hi. Um, So I just wanted to talk a little bit about healthcare and, and the stuff that's been going on
2: mm-hmm.
0: with them. It's been going on for a while Like yeah. Um, so I have nine kids mm-hmm. and with my last one this was 2 years ago. Mhm. I went in and I hadn't seen a doctor up until the time that I went in to have my baby.
2: Wow. Good. Um, I mean, I don't, if you don't need it, why? You know what I mean? I feel like women have been <laughs> babies forever.
0: Like, why do they need to see a doctor every,
2: well, I always you know think I mean? the well visit, the and, well visit cracks me up. We just want to make sure and, and, you're well. Well, how do I, I, I I'm well, I know we're just going to make sure of it. I mean, what a weird thing, but go ahead.
0: <laughs> so. Right. And, and my frustration with the whole well visit is, I every time I would go in, uh-huh. I would sit on their their little bed for like an hour. Right, right. Like who to be has told that you're well kind of time <laughs> to to wait for a doctor to yeah. see them for 5 minutes.
2: Right. Can you say insurance racket or Okay, go ahead. Go ahead. I digress. Right. So mm-hmm.
0: when I went, when me and my husband went in when I was in labor with my last baby, mm-hmm. um they just like looked at me when I said, I said that I hadn't seen a doctor and they're like, Well, well how what, dare you. Well, what are we supposed to do? Is what they said. Oh my god. What are we supposed to do? What are we supposed to do with that? And I and my husband was like, um, what do you mean? What do you A supposed sister to with
2: having the baby? Labor? <laughs> oh my Deliver god. the baby. I don't even know what to say. Go ahead though. Uh you have and, a question. Yeah. Sorry. And they
0: just like kept looking at me like I was this alien from outer space like,
2: yeah i got the you know, same looks
0: mm-hmm. you have never seen a doctor and well we don't have and i said i've been in here nine times yeah you have my record you're right <laughs> um all right or you should have my record right. you ask me the same questions every time right. I'm right we're
2: gonna run out of time um, so tell me what, what did you have a question so, about
0: <laughs> so really quick like so then i go in and they want to drug test me Mm -hmm. Because obviously I'm a, I'm a drug addict because
2: I've never been, I've
0: never seen a doctor. It totally equates
2: that if you don't go to the doctor, you're naturally, uh, you know, addicted to drugs. (laughs) Right.
0: And so I said, I'm like, I, I, I never took drugs in my life. Right. I am not getting a drug test.
2: Right. So then what happened? the
0: doctor insisted that I had a drug test. Wow. So they drug tested me and then they, charge me $300. Oh, it
2: takes all kinds. Oh my gosh. For, Sorry. For a
0: drug test. And and I tried to fight that on my bill. Yeah. But they would, I, but they wouldn't, obviously they wouldn't do anything about it, but it was so frustrating to me that they drug test me when I told them you have my record. I've been in there right. nine other times. I've never done it. Right. In my life i've gotta i've gotta um, get going
2: but i can't i just can't even i mean it's just it's hard to understand where we're at as a society right now isn't
0: yeah, it and it's just crazy what they're doing and what they they think that they can
2: get away know, with like right yeah no i'm so, with you thank you for the call i love it i i, I am telling you the horse stories i'm hearing every day i shared a couple of them in the first local hour the horse stories the horror stories, I, I just, I, I, and I don't want to, like, I don't want to have, to, you know, I feel like a broken record every day, so I don't want to sit there and, and go through it every day with you, because you're going to be like, okay, we've heard this. But I, I, I the horror stories are so sick, I, I don't know what to, I, it's not my America. And our healthcare system is sadly what it is. <laughs> um, okay, so, um, a couple of things I wanted to mention. Uh, Trump has actually been talking about he's ex- he thinks something's going to be happening very, very big. He's expecting a, a 9-11 style attack. Um, uh, he said he said uh, sure to happen and that the U.S. is is dropping Afghani refugees in other countries, but that their final destination is the U.S. Um, as as I was talking to store owners um, in Afghanistan, I contacted a few and uh, they reached out and talked to me and they said that we're allowing we have allowed the pakistanis to go in and use the taliban taliban to gain control of afghanistan and 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 they are are very much an enemy to india and that they are and this is from multiple afghanis on the ground in kabul and they are saying you know you know, allowing them to utilize this Taliban to go in is uh, and, and people are fearing for their lives. Those that have worked for the government, those that are government contractors, those that are trying to get out, families that are trying to get out. I've talked to a couple of those, too, and they're desperately trying to get out because they, they think that they're on the list uh, to be killed. And that could be very right. Um, but also, we're, we're bringing over a lot of people over here. And we don't know who they are, as Susan was talking about yesterday. We don't know who they are. And so many were left behind that you kind of wonder who got on the plane. And when you saw plane falls of mostly young males, kind of like the same that were migrating into Germany, uh, you kind of wonder what's going on. Right. And will these attacks be false flags blamed on them as well? Could be. Could they be organically true that that they could be doing things here? But. I tend to reserve a little more room for the false flag because we've done it so many times. It's our playbook. And then we blame the other countries, right? And so um, that'll be kind of interesting to see if anything happens before 9-11 or around 9-11 again. um, Is Trump right on that? Who knows? Um, So there's that. I also wanted to talk about Starfall just a little bit. I'll probably go into more detail on this another day. But Starfall... Is an act that they are trying to pass through that talks about safeguarding internet in case of a regime attack that would bring internet down or a disaster that would bring internet down and still getting you your wireless. It's called Starfall, Operation Starfall. So we'll we'll talk about that too. I also want to talk about Joe Rogan, what he did when he got pneumonia. I want to talk about South Dakota and I want to talk about the death of Robert David Steele. Yeah. And uh, we'll talk about what happened to him in the hospital. It's uh, eerily similar to what I've been saying. Isn't that amazing? Not really amazing, I guess. It's just, it's really sad. It's sad to see his death. And, and uh, that was a shocker. Be right back, though. I want to talk about all of these things. Also, what the house is going to try to ban. So many things. Be right back. Kate Daly Show. KateDalyRadio.com.
3: Also, I am personally doing a new daily live show to get the truth out. It's at 11 a.m. and 6 p.m. Central Time, Monday through Friday. Secondly, I'm offering some of the best prices ever on my pillow products, but they're only available on frankspeech.com. Go to frankspeech.com now and use the promo code on your screen or call the 1-800 number below to receive these exclusive MyPillow offers. Thank you and God bless.
2: Make sure and put the code word Kate, K-A-T-E. This will get you up to 66% savings at MyPillow.com. The code word Kate, my first name, K-A-T-E. Help support Mike, help support this show, and help support yourself in getting some amazing amazing products. These are the best ones I've ever owned. Go to MyPillow.com, code word Kate.
1: Lines are open now. Call 888-673-1450. This is the Kate Dally Show.
4: They have to live here in this country. Harping on the wars we fight. Driving about the way things ought to be. I don't mind them switching sides and standing up for things they believe in When they're running down a countryman When you're running down a country horse, you walking on the side of me.
2: Why do I just love this song? <laughs> Welcome back. I'm in Facebook jail. <laughs> you want to know why? Um, I told my niece if she didn't give me a recipe for her cookies, I'd kill her. <laughs> I'm not kidding. I'm in Facebook jail for seven days for that. For that. That's how you know it's a bot, because there's no context. They, don't, they can't pick up anything in context. It's the software. <sighs> Got to love social media. By the way, Susan was going to present this yesterday, but she brought this to light to me. And they are, they are doing everything they can do right now in um, changing uh, social media to even go in to be able to change up posts, wording in posts. I don't know. Maybe blame you for something that you wrote that you didn't write. Go in, take away sentences, fact check you to death to the point of ad nauseum, right? And so what they're doing really is they want to make it so that the the people cannot share information amongst themselves so there's no gathering ever, right? So. Uh, so then people leave and then there's a million different places people go. And so I would absolutely love to hear where people are going. Is it is it Telegram? Is it um, I mean, Gab, is it you know, where where is everybody going to go? What is everybody going to do here? Um, because they don't want us to gather. So apart from homing pigeons, I'm not quite sure <laughs> how we're going to. How are we going to do that? Everybody go buy some old-fashioned typewriters uh, because you send something in the mail. They've got that digitized, too. Uh, they're listening to everything. They even have appliances that listen. Isn't that fun? They disclose that. And so what it, what happens to communities that want to get together and share information? Because then everybody is, everything is deemed hate speech, right? Everything is, de- is deemed uh, domestic terrorism when you're trying to love your country. So kind of amazing out there. That's why I don't have much respect for a lot of the CIA and FBI that back all the lies up, that back up uh, putting uh, Americans in prison that are good patriot Americans. So there's that. Anyway, uh, get over to MyPillow.com. Mike Lindell is a really good, wonderful patriot who is putting his own millions of dollars into helping expose the fraud. And he's a really good man. He really is. At his his core, he is just an awesome human being. And anyway, he's trying. You can help him. You can help this show. You can help us stay on the show, on the radio. If you go to MyPillow.com, you're going to get 66% off. And with all the shortages and shipping problems we're going to have this winter, I just want to say right now for the record... I'd get gifts now. I'd go to mypillow.com. So it's a threefer. You're helping Mike. You're helping the show. And you're also getting wonderful products. 66% off, which he's never done before. Sheet sets for 49 bucks. You guys, they're normally like $120. Get them. What are you waiting for? There's also like a flash sale right now with my pillow. I think they're like 19 bucks. Seriously. And if you get the blue or green label, it's it stops snoring. I know this for a fact, but I'm not going to go into details as to why. (laughs) All right. So uh, back here with you. So Joe Rogan actually did the frontline doctor's protocol that I did because I know good doctors. See, there's a difference. Good doctors, not so good doctors and doctors that understand health and doctors that don't. Doctors that love health, doctors that deny health. Okay. Okay. So I went to frontline doctors, got some help um, with the protocol. He took, I think, a pack and and vitamin C and vitamin infusions and and did all these things and got through his pneumonia just fine. And how wonderful is that? And I'm glad that that was actually out there and published so that people could understand exactly what he was doing and and why and how. Because that's really, really... Truly, truly, truly important, is it not? And I also wanted to say this: you know, Robert David Steele's death. um, So, this was the update. This was the update. So, the assistant, his assistant apparently, I say apparently because, you know, you never know. Anyway. This is what was said. I was going to wait for his wife and sons, Robert David Steele, his wife and sons to make a formal announcement. But due to all the false social media posts and videos out there regarding the death of my boss, Robert David Steele, I would like to set the story straight. I've worked for Robert for six years in in various capacities and positions at the beginning of 2021. Robert asked me to work for him full time. Blah, blah, blah. He was the person I, I was the person in control of all Robert's social media accounts and video accounts and updating his 10 websites. Um, Robert passed away at 8.33 p.m. on August 28th, 2021 in a hospital in Florida. He was finishing up the Arise USA tour, a tour Robert envisioned and brought into reality. This tour was gaining recognition nationally as a patriotic tour to encourage patriots to stand up for their rights. Robert did not go into the hospital because he had been diagnosed with COVID. He went to the hospital because he had bronchitis. Once he got into this death trap. They put him on drugs that exasperated his bre- difficulty in breathing. They later put him on a ventilator against his wishes. Robert had many friends who were willing to go get him and take him out of the hospital, but the doctors terrified Robert by telling him he was left, that if he left the hospital, he would die. Now look what happened. Only rather than dying on his own terms, surrounded by family and friends, Robert was put to death in a cold, unfeeling hospital on their terms and alone. Let this statement stay with you all. We are in a war right now. This is from his assistant. And the hospitals, not the Walmarts, are the concentration camps. If you go in, you don't come out. This is what Robert David Steele's assistant said about him. Robert David Steele posted that his breathing was coming up and he was doing really, really great in the hospital. And then suddenly uh, wasn't, as they were, from what I understand, giving him uh, remdesivir, which is kind of known in the medical community from all the doctors I've spoken with, uh, that it's known for organ failure. It's part of the protocol, NIH protocol. So there's that. I know it's uh, sick, isn't it? Okay. Um. All right. I'll take a phone call. Hi, caller. Welcome to the show. Go right ahead.
1: Hi, Kate. This is Tom from the Great Socialist Valley up north. Hi there. Um, people need to start taking responsibility for their own medical care because the medical system is bankrupt. It's yeah. Corrupt. Right. Uh, You need to start researching on your own. I've been doing this for over 20 years, uh, actually over 30 years now. And uh, I don't go to doctors. I don't go to hospitals. I take care of my own um, medical concerns. Mm -hmm. Um, I do the research. Mm -hmm. There's plenty of ways to find out about how to make yourself healthy. And uh, it's not in the medical community. And that's my two cents.
2: Well, thank you for your two cents. I love your two cents. <laughs> thank you. Really appreciate that. Perfect. It is. It is true. Um, you know, so much to say. Okay. Um, I don't know if you guys remember this. Um, you know what? I'll go over this in just a moment. This was, do you guys remember Dr. Richard Day? 1968, 69. He was the guy over planned uh, parenthood. And he said he had a, he had a group of doctors in a meeting and he said that um, he said that he would, he was giving what was going to happen in the next 30 years, 20 to 30 years. And he said, the plan's already rolling out. You can't stop it. This was in the sixties and the doctor in there is the one that came out and had a very photographic memory and wrote down all the things that were said. This is what was said in 1968-69 about the plan from all of these evil people and what they wanted to do to society. New difficult to diagnose and untreatable diseases. Next, heading uh, to talk about its health and disease, he said that there, this is the doctor in the audience that's talking about Dr. Richard Day saying these things. He said there would be new diseases to appear that had not been, which had not been ever seen before, would be very difficult to diagnose and be untreatable, at least for a long time. No elaboration was made on this, but remember not long after hearing his presentation, when I had a puzzling diagnosis to make, I would be wondering, is this what they were talking about? Is this a case of what he was talking about? Some years later, as AIDS ultimately developed, I think AIDS was at least one example of what he was talking about, and now think that AIDS probably was a manufactured disease. Um, he also talked about cancer, um, or let me, let, me, let me go here. He also talked about the elimination of private doctors. Chris Ann Hall said, it's very important to have your primary care physician who gets it be on record if you have to go to the hospital to be on record and to be able to fight for you um, but this is what he said the image of a doctor would change the longer no longer would they be seen as an individual professional in service this was 1968 guys professional in service to individual patients. But the doctor would be gradually recognized as a highly skilled technician and his job would change. The job is to include things like executions by lethal injection. Isn't that nice? The image of the doctor being a powerful, independent person would have to be changed. And he went on to say, doctors are making entirely too much money. They should advertise like any other product. Lawyers would be advertising too. Keep in mind, this was an audience of doctors being addressed by a doctor, Dr. Richard Day. Over Planned Parenthood, right? And it was interesting that he would he would make some rather insulting statements to his audience without fear of antagonizing us. The solo practitioner would become a thing of the past. A few diehards might be able to hold out, but the doctors would be employed by an institution of one kind or another. Group practice would be encouraged. Corporations would be um, encouraged. And then, once the corporate image of medical care, as it gradually became more and more acceptable, doctors would more and more become employees rather than independent contractors. And and along with that, of course, unstated but necessary is the employee serves as employer, not as patient. So that's what we've seen all, you know, quite a lot in the last 20 years. And and apparently, so this guy's writing this in, in the 80s, okay, for everybody to know what happened in the 60s with Dr. Richard Day. And apparently more on the horizon, the term HMO was not used at the time, but as you look at HMOs, you see that the way that medical care is being taken over since the national health insurance approach did not get through the Congress. A few diehard doctors may try to make a go of it, remaining solo practice, remaining independent and uh, is is me, but they would suffer a great loss of income, they'd be able to scrape by, but never really live comfortably as those who are willing to become employees of the system. Oh, NIH protocol much? Anyway, ultimately, there'd be no room at all for the solo practitioner. And then he, he went on to talk about what hospitals would look like in the future. So I'll go over that in a second. It's scary, isn't it? Almost every single thing that Dr. Richard Day said is coming true right now. I know, it makes me want to vomit. When I come back, I'll talk about Metaverse, and I'll talk about a little bit more about Starfall, this act That they're trying to pass through if if regimes take over our internet. (laughs) All right, be right back, Kate Dallas.
1: Talk lines are open now. Call 888-673-1450. This is the Cape Daly Show.
4: They love our milk and honey, but they preach about some other way of living. And when they're running down our country, man, they're walking on the fight inside of me. They're walking on... Be a warning. When you're running down a country man, you're walking on the back inside of me. Welcome
2: back. Hey Dally show. You're walking on the back I really like of me. I really like Merle Haggard. <laughs> Welcome back. I wanna the reason I'm sharing uh, Dr. Richard Day with you is because this happened, he was over Planned Parenthood. Not a good guy. Uh, he gave a uh, he gave a presentation to doctors all over the country, and one of the doctors was really horrified by what he heard. and He said these are these are well laid plans, and they're they're going to be happening. and uh, And I'm only saying it now because no one's going to stop it. Well, the doctor that was in the audience wrote about it in the eighties. And had written about it afterwards, but published that in the 80s and said he had a photographic memory. He remembered so much of what Dr. Day said and was so horrified by it. He just wanted people to know. So thought that it was a really interesting. interesting because so many of the things have worked out. Well, the only reason I'm saying this isn't because I think they have a lock on all this. If you understand where they're headed, sometimes it might be easier to cut them off at the pass. Every good Western you've ever watched, every good movie you've ever watched is curtailing the plan by understanding where they're going so that you can cut them off at the pass, right? That's why I'm giving you this information, not to make you want to jump off a bridge, but to arm you with, okay, if this is where they're going and this is what they envision these people in the world that want all of this to happen and ruin our country then um, the last bastion of any morsel of freedom in the world, then then how, how could we stop it? So this is about that, if anything. Um, also, get over to balanceofnature.com. Get the product. You'll love it. And it is a fantastic product. I cannot say enough good things about it. 31 fruits and vegetables. You'll love it. Go to balanceofnature.com and get it. Uh, put in the code Kate. They're such a great partner. To the show, go ahead and get it, and uh, put in the code Kate. Get thirty-five percent off and free shipping, and let that be the 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 foundation of your health and nutrition because it really is good. Besides your diet that you're trying to improve, this will be fantastic addition as a food supplement. Balanceofnature.com. The other thing is this: I'm in Facebook jail for seven days, which means I can't post anything about the show. So I'm going to be posting on the show notes. Okay, and tag me if you're friends with me or you're, you listen to the show on Facebook or, or whatever, uh, tag the show, tag me, uh, so that stuff shows up to, to listeners of mine, because a lot of people, I can't tell them I'm in Facebook jail, right? So, so I'm gonna, I'm gonna, I'm gonna put up on show notes today, the whole entire speech from Rock, uh, Dr. Richard day. You need to share this with people, you know, they're going to be horrified as they listen to this. I also wanted to tell you about Metaverse really quick. Metaverse is something that is very interesting because Metaverse is something they're all putting a lot of money into and it's a shared virtual 3D world that are. it's interactive, immersive and collaborative where you get to have your own world, play by your rules and promote your brands and uh, and basically have, your, have a little life that you envision because you don't get the life you want I, apparently, but you can envision a life for yourself and it can be... Metaverse is envisioned as a place where entertainment and media converge in your own world that you mentally construct. Good gravy. (sighs) Yes, let's live in our own little pocket of world because the world's crashing down around us. Don't fight for that. Just go live in your little world. Okay. Remember the Hillary is President website? (laughs) Okay. Um, So... Let me let me say this. Uh, Dr. Richard Day talked about travel restrictions. He said uh, travel instead of being easy for old folks, travel then would become very restricted. And he was in 1968. He was saying this about the next 30 years. People would need permission to travel. They would need a good reason to travel. And if you didn't have a good reason for your travel, you would not be allowed to travel. And everyone would need ID. This would be the first. It would be at first an ID card you would carry on your person. And you must show when you are asked for it was already planned that later on some sort of device would be developed to be implanted um, even under the skin that could be coded specifically to identify the individual. This would eliminate the possibility of false ID and eliminate the possibility of people saying well I lost my ID. The difficulty about these implants uh, that ID uh, was stated to be to be getting material that would stay in or under the skin would cause foreign body reactions where the body would reject it or cause infection and this would have to be material on which the information could be recorded and retrieved by some sort of scanner while it was not rejected by the body. Silicone was mentioned. Silicone at the time was thought to be well tolerated. It was used to augment breasts. Women who felt their breasts were too small would get silicone implants, and I guess that still goes on. This is written in the 80s. At any rate, silicone was... Seen at the time as as a promising material to do both, it can be retained in the body without rejection and be able to retain information retrievable by electronic means. So now are they just wrapping it in lipids as an mRNA? (laughs) Just asking. Um, Also, the need for more jails and using hospitals as jails. A lot of people have been writing me letters saying that they feel like they're in a prison because the hospitals won't, This is from all over the country, folks. The hospitals are acting like they own you. They own your loved one and the loved ones have no rights for care and they can't voice anything. They can't uh, get them off of a ventilator. They can't wean them off. They can't they, they can't transport them anywhere. It's like it's like they're acting like it's a prison. And so um, what he said about this was more, and he didn't say much, he just said more jails would be needed, hospitals would serve as jails, some new hospital construction would be designed so as to make them adaptable to jail-like use. I know, that's terrifying. But look what's going on in our hospitals right now. So they changed the PREP Act, they quietly amend it to COVID-19, they say that the hospitals are removed from tort liability if they follow the NIH protocol to the letter, then they don't have any liability even if people are dying. They don't have any liability. So that goes to his other post about the fact, you know, his other uh, writing about that and about the fact that that you would see this that you would that you would understand that they are going to follow the big business protocol coming from the government so there's that and um and they're treating people like they have zero rights and they're angry if you ask for anything that is is away from the protocol and the protocol doesn't contain anything that's healthy or nutritious or vitamins or anything to bolster up the immune system so we have a problem don't we okay um uh, so there's lots of titles in this in this paper and it goes in a lot of directions. Um, Dr. Day was professor of pediatrics at Mount Sinai Medical School in New York and he had served as the medical director of Planned Parenthood Federation of America. Dr. Dunnigan was the one that wrote it, that wrote this from the lecture that he attended with Dr. Day as Dr. Day was talking about all these things. And Dr. Dunnigan um, was a, uh, he was a doctor, uh, uh, he was, sorry, um, he wrote this based on what he had heard and Dr. Lawrence Dunnigan. So the lecture is from Dunnigan. This was March 20th, 1969. A meeting of the Pittsburgh Pediatric Society in which Richard Day, who died back in the 80s, and that's when he finally published this, Right before then, I think. Um, At the time, Dr. Day was professor of pediatrics at Mount Sinai. So some of the things they talk about, a force or a group of men organizing, redirecting change, everything's in place, nobody can stop us now, population control, permission to have babies, Uh, redirecting the purpose of sex, sex without reproduction, reproduction without sex. And you know, I just said control, population control, permission to have babies. Uh, Tax-funded abortion is population control. We're seeing that. Um, Families to diminish in importance, euthanasia and the demise pill, limiting access to affordable medical, medical care, makes eliminating elderly easier, planning the control over medicine, okay, so there's a lot here, right, to unpack, and it's horrifying to read. I have to, I have to say, it's, it's hard read. Because you're going to recognize so many things. But on the other side of it, how can we fight it if we don't know where they're going, right? If we, if you don't know where the road ends, how can you form some sort of stopgap? You know, where, 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 you know, if you don't know where they're going with it. So medicine, I'm gonna, I'm gonna leave you with this there would be profound changes in the practice of medicine. Overall medicine would be, you know, tightly controlled. Oh, I did go through this, didn't I? Okay, and and so they would absolutely change healthcare at its core. Um, suppressing cancer as a means of population control, introducing heart attacks as a form of an assassination. We had already seen that going on in the 60s. And um, blending all religions, the older religions will have to go. Changing the Bible through revisions of keywords. Remember how I said Kindle is uh, Jeff Bezos did Kindle based on the fact of it, it was Kindling. That's why it was named Kindle. Kindling, book burning, everything digital. People would throw away their books, only go to a digital library. It's really easy to change things digitally. Much harder to go into somebody's library and rip out a page. Am I right? The churches will help us. He said this about churches. He said, then followed one of the most surprising statements of the whole presentation. He said... Dr. Day said, some of you probably think the churches won't stand for this, and he went on to say the churches will help us. There's no elaboration on this. It was unclear what he had in mind, but he said the churches will help us. In retrospect, I think some of us now can understand what he might have meant at the time. I recall the only uh, of thinking, no, they won't, and and remembering uh, the, the Lord's words where he said to Peter, thou art Peter, and upon this rock I will build my church, and the gates of hell will not pre- pre- prevail against it. So yes, some people in the churches might help, and in the subsequent 20 years I've seen um how some people in the churches have helped but we also know you know that they might that they might not so who knows how that will pan out but I'm certain I'm I'm sure you're certainly thinking things right now but this is just you know what I I love my church and you probably love your church and so you know you, you just have to remember that there 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 might be things that come along where, where individual um Prayer and, and everything else become a huge part of of the decisions you make when you know that the government is not in your best interest. The CDC is a fraudulent company that's evil. I just think they're evil. and they have been for a long time, but people don't people just don't want to see it. and that's okay. That's okay. They, they've had allegations against them since for you know 40 years. But you know, it, it's it, they, they don't want to see it. They want to bolster them up. Changing the laws. Some books would just disappear from the libraries. We are seeing evidence of that. Restrictions on travel, of course. No more security. Crime used to manage society. Curtailment of American industrial preeminence. We've seen that. Um, So he talks about a lot of things. I'm going to put the link up on katedallyshow.com notes. Go into show. It's a tab. It's its own tab. It says show on it. And then go down to show topics. I'll make this easier to get to and see. I know it's not very user-friendly right now, so I'm working on that this weekend. But go into show topics, and you're going to see a link to this. And, of course, Bob's, Sheriff Bob Songer's email is there, too. And you're going to see a, a, a link to this and share it on Facebook with my name attached so that it can get seen by the Because since I can't post anything because I told my niece I wanted to kill her, she didn't give me a recipe. <laughs> oh, god. America, it's fun. Um, Starlight, starfall. I'm sorry. Maybe I'll have to talk about that tomorrow. Starfall. Uh, That's important. That's important. Um, I'll get to that. I'll get to that more tomorrow. And I'll read you some of the letters from Afghanistan tomorrow. And then also, um, you know, I had a. I, I know somebody in the hospital that came to me and said the hospital is making me prove that ivermectin. Um, they're making me prove that it's not harmful and they're kind of thinking I'll, I won't know where to find the information help me you know and and hey what about vitamins I have to prove they're not harmful and I told this person who's fighting uh, on the east coast for her spouse against a uh, Nazi regime in a hospital in, in on the east coast I said have them prove that it is harmful put the shoe on the other foot have them prove it to you <laughs> Because the secret is, is that people aren't dying from the vitamins and the ivermectin and the hydroxychloroquine, right? Okay, for the most part, we're not seeing... I can't even say for the most part. I'm just trying to be legal, but <laughs> give me a break. Have them prove to you that it is harmful. You know? I mean, give me a break. This is getting ridiculous. What did the hospital say to her? They got mad and said they won't discuss it again. Yeah. Yeah. I'm, I'm talking. I'm talking like Nazi-style stuff going on from coast to coast. It's insanity right now. I can't believe what they're telling people and how much they're they're lying to people and preventing health and nutrition to people. It's you guys. It's just insane. I'll be back uh, tomorrow, Friday show. Karen Kingston. Be be um, faithful. Be fearless. Go to KateDallyRadio.com. See ya.